Baby, I'm loving the way that you hold me. I'm high off the things that you told me. You got me feeling like I'm your number one. Ooh, baby. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Elisa B. And I'm the newest member of the Freestyle Club. Warning. 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 The Freestyle Club contains adult language. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is Freestyle Club. With your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and CPR, Jose Ortiz. Hello and welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Freestyle Club. Joining me this week, of course, my co-host, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes. What's good, you bastards? Are you playing Fortnite again? <laughs> no, no. I put it down, I promise. Joining us on the third chair, I'm truly excited. I think I'm more excited, or maybe Ralph is more excited. I'm not sure who's more excited. But we have Miss Legendary herself, Alyssa B., joining us on the third chair. Thanks for having me, Jose. Welcome to the club, and thank you for being the first female to be in that third chair. You know, you broke up that sausage fest we had going on for a little bit. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so honored. Uh, you know what? <laughs> off the uh, off the podcast, we were talking about SOS's greatest hit, uh, Gillette's Short Dick Man. So she actually did break up a big sausage fest. She so, did. She yeah. really did. What in the world is that thing? Just so you know, as I introduce Alyssa B, she is responsible for some of the greatest freestyle songs of all time, but also one of the writers for SOS Records from back in the day with songs like Rochelle's Praying for an Angel, Holding On to Love, Isaac's In My Heart, which came a little bit after and not on SOS, but with the same production team. Alyssa B has been with us for a long time, but you just didn't know it. That's right. <laughs> behind the scenes before we get started and we get on to our topic i wanted to acknowledge that today we lost a legend aretha franklin everyone in uh my place of work started playing her music as soon as we found out that she had passed uh what are your thoughts ralph on aretha franklin it's a great tragedy you know they, they're all going and we're at the age that they're all going one by one right Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember watching Aretha Franklin WrestleMania 3 because I'm a big WrestleMania <laughs> wrestling buff, right? And she's singing America the Beautiful. And as a child, I was captivated because I heard the voice, but I never, I never saw the woman. And when I saw the woman and that voice and the camera panned to 93,173 people and she's singing mm -hmm. America the Beautiful and she sounded wonderful throughout, I was elated uh, to see such a, a beautiful voice fill such a great Aretha. And so that's what I thought about today. The first song that I also played was uh, George Michael's I Knew You Were Waiting, the duet with Aretha Franklin, which got me thinking, like, wow, they're in heaven right now together singing this song. Right. The best choir in the world. Yeah. So, Alyssa, I know that Aretha Franklin was a big influence on you. So you want to talk about how much of an influence she was to you? Oh, wow. I, I remember growing up listening to many different styles of music, but Aretha Franklin was always being played in the house um, and she touched every generation my parents loved her my grandmother loved her and I loved her and my daughter loves her it's just it, it's sad to me to lose her it's like like you said all our our the people that we admire we're losing them all our all our inspirations but you know they live on forever in their in their music and I can't think about it without smiling because she brought so much joy to the world, man. All races, all cultures. I just, I loved her. As soon as I heard your voice, to me, that's the same thing that you're doing in freestyle, especially in 2018. You being an African-American woman, coming in and, and you're doing all this great writing, but also putting on these vocals that are soulful, sultry, and, and also captivating not only freestyle listeners, but a crossover potential, just like she was, but now in 2018. And I could tell you it's working because at, at my radio station, when they heard Legendary, everyone in the Black Spectrum programming, R&B, hip-hop, they wanted a copy as well. And for me, that was, that was a proud moment for me to have someone ask 
for a copy of Legendary because they wanted to spin it. That That's an amazing blessing that whenever I hear something like that, that makes me feel so good because I'm so grateful for the Latin community, the Hispanic community, because they continue to be my biggest, you know, my biggest draw, the people who support me the most. But you always want to be, you know, accepted by your own people, too. So if everybody's enjoying it, that 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 fills my heart, man. That's awesome. Raphael, last week during our last episode of of the Freestyle Club, he was like, my pick of the week is Alyssa B's new song. And I'm like, what you talking about, <laughs> yeah, Willis? <laughs> it was not even released. And it already made my pick of the week. That's it. That's how good it is. Can't wait for people to hear it. I can't hear. I was smiling ear, from ear to ear. That was cool. But I'm supposed to be Mr. Exclusive. Not this week. <laughs> I heard it on, on Tim's spinning show at the very end. Uh, actually, I got a call from Ted. Say you got to listen to the new song. Uh, it's on Tim's show, the last part of his show, because I guess he got bumped off somewhere along the line by Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, it's easy to find. I, nine minutes, I'll find it, right? And it's right off the bat. I'm like, wow, that's it. That's my song. And as soon as I heard it, I contacted her. I said, hi. I want to know the name of the new song. <laughs> uh, so you got you got Alyssa B fanboys. I, I'm one already, so I'm okay with that. Oh wow! Let me make my list. I've said this from from January, and we are here in August. And I'm just saying, legendary is a song to beat. There hasn't been a better song with a better reaction and a hundred percent score. If we had a Rotten Tomatoes, you'd be at a hundred percent, you know, for freestyle. And um, you were being played on my show every week from January all the way till about a week ago with this song, Legendary. I love the fact that you captivated so much of our audience with that song. Thank you. And I appreciate everybody who voted, everybody who supports it. It, it's just mind-blowing to think that it, it went that far. And your remix was, was awesome as well. I really, really appreciate the fact that you allowed Jay Adams and I to just get together and do a remix. And for me, every time I heard Legendary, I thought of How I Met Your Mother and Barney Stinson. I just wanted a remix with, with that on there. And uh, Jay and I were just uh, trying to get together to uh, get that out there in that manner, but with a hard freestyle beat and those great vocals of yours, which are so easy to to mix into any beat because, man, it just blends with anything. And thank you to Jay. He did an amazing job. Uh, I listen to it every day. I'm really proud of that. Not only that, but you're a big fan of the Freestyle Club, and I can't believe it, and so can't uh, the Unknown Adamant. Well, you guys, she knows us. <laughs> you guys are so professional. I really enjoyed listening to it. It didn't sound like this is just something you just started. It seems like you've been doing this forever. Wow. Let's let's talk about Alyssa and, and talk about how far she goes back. And it, it didn't start with freestyle. I don't believe it was it was house music. Was it correct? Yeah. The first song that I was ever a part of was a song I wrote called "Don't You Want to Dance," and it came out. I'm dating myself. It came back in 1989. <laughs> And wow. I was a feature. It was on Atlantic Records, and it was house, kind of like Technotronic. You, you, also, you also did um, I'm In Love. That was, that was like a housey type of song, right? Yeah, it like, was. It, it was the first uh, solo record that I was ever on. So in love and alive. When Maximilian came along, I had to pick, so I picked uh, Maximilian. Yeah, because I remember that song because it had like um inner city, tent city type of vibe, that kind of housey feel to it that I can mix in and out of that type of house and keep the party going. I was like, wow, why did she go from doing this to freestyle? I'm curious, I, you know? <laughs> well, you know, that was originally the, the direction that we decided that I should go in. And uh, but I always love freestyle. I always wrote freestyle, and now I'm able to do both. So it 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 all worked out. 
Yeah, and and the good thing about it is is that you're you're multi-talented, so you can do freestyle, Latin, you can do house, you can do whatever. And as we go back and visit your your catalog, you were a writer first or an artist first? I was an artist and a writer because I did both. And now, when you got to SOS Records, how did that happen? Well, my manager at the time found out uh, that they were looking for writers, in-house writers, as well as artists. And he said he thought it would be a good idea to take me over to Tanglewood Studios. So he drove me over. It's near Brookfield uh, Zoo, if anybody knows that in Chicago. And uh, he brought me in and introduced me to uh, Frank Rodrigo. Rest his soul, he was the president. And he listened to my songs and uh, he wanted to sign me immediately. Now, SOS Records distributed by... BMG. So this was a big deal. It really was. It really was. I didn't realize how big it was because I was just working with, you know, I met Charlie and Charlie Baby and everybody, JJ Flores. And it was just fun working with people who were creative. I was just excited to hear my music be produced in such a big way. So I was was just having fun with it. So I'm going to run down some of the songs that you have written and that you wrote for the SOS Records catalog. You wrote Rochelle's Mm -hmm. Praying for an Angel and Holding On to Love, which were instant classics and to this day are favorites of many people who listen to freestyle. Thank you. And that's always amazing to, to know that people love it and, and to see people singing along and they know all the words that that still blows me away. And I love the fact that Holding On To Love had that Spanish version as well. So they had an English version and a Spanish version, which is awesome. One of the greatest songs ever made after SOS Records was Isaac's In My Heart. And you wrote that. And when I found out that you were the writer of that song, I was floored at the fact that, wow, I'm speaking to the person who wrote one of the greatest songs of all time and a song that was probably the most popular most requested song on clubhouse dance music when it comes to new school freestyle for the mid 90s everyone in new england was playing that song and the reason for that was because i got a a box full of isaac in my heart vinyl to my radio Mm -hmm. station and i ended up giving every dj in the area that played freestyle a cop and i wish i wouldn't have had because they're worth 500 dollars a pop right now (laughs) i heard that i talked to isaac and he still does shows and he still sings in my heart and he was like yeah they're they're asking for 500 online i don't have any any more either i wish i did <laughs> yeah hold so, on to those finals kids yes mm-hmm. yes i know dj bryski must have like 200 of those set aside somewhere i don't doubt it one of the greatest songs of all time and one of the most sought after songs of all time. The thing about what you're doing now is that you teamed up again with Charlie Baby and you wrote Raul Soto's Forbidden Love. You also teamed up with Charlie to do Tell Me and Legendary as you both feature each other. Mm -hmm. The first one is Charlie Baby featuring Alyssa B and then Legendary's Alyssa B featuring Charlie Baby, which is pretty cool. Tell me if I'm right. Tell me if you are my love tonight or am I dreaming? Tell me, is it all just in my mind the way I'm feeling? Don't you feel it too? We had a lot of fun doing it. I originally, I don't know if he's told anybody this, but I originally wanted Legendary to be for him and another artist who I felt were legendary. And he said, no, Lisa, I want you to do it. So I had to rewrite it for a woman to sing it. But it was originally... For, for Charlie and another artist. I am so happy that he pushed for you to do it. Because let me tell you. <laughs> and, uh, I'm right there with you. I was about to say the same thing. I'm glad he, that uh, they went in that direction. Because I can't cross the line Till I'm sure what I feel is right this time I want something that's real and so divine I'll surrender my all But that's one thing you should know before I fall Legendary. Oh, no. 
Are there any other freestyle songs that you have written for the SOS catalog or for any other artist? Oh, gosh, let me think. I wrote Angelina for, with J.J. Flores for, um, I'm having a brain freeze, but he's the singer from La, Julio. Yes. Uh, and that, it, I don't think it was ever released, but it got played on B96 in Chicago and a few other places. So it's like one of those underground things and people still talk about it. There is a rose in Spanish Harlem. I see her dancing in my dreams Her body moves with grace and rhythm I'll be for her as my queen When I look into her eyes Then I start to realize I can never live without her love When I hold her close to me I'm a man in ecstasy I can never live without her love Angelina, come and dance I wrote um, the first freestyle song I ever wrote was for De La Moore, and it was called Latin Lover. Another one of those underground things. It was a did well in Chicago. can't think of any any others right now but i wrote for a lot of artists a lot of freestyle songs that didn't get released but i wrote a lot of them so basically Alyssa, you wrote a bunch of songs that are worth 500 a piece because della moore yeah. <laughs> della moore is another one that's worth a lot of money mm -hmm. <laughs> you know we, we should secretly press uh isaac in my heart and secretly press della moore we'll make a ton okay you have cut that out of the interview and we'll talk about that <laughs> <laughs> yes we're gonna cut it right now as we go to the topic of the week. This is the Freestyle Club. Topic of the week. Let's talk freestyle. freestyle. This week's topic of the week is going to be groups. What a better person to speak to than to Alyssa B., who was part of the group Maximilian. How did you become part of that group? Because I was at SOS already as an artist and as an in-house writer, um, I saw uh, Duran Estevez, he came in and he was working on his material and he did a song with J.J. Flores and uh, and uh, Man For More called uh, Fat Boy and it blew up. Yeah. It was everywhere. All the fat boy him, X amount of respect. Now hear this. All the massive boy him, come listen this year, hear me They decided that they wanted to have a group. They wanted to give it more more texture, more flavor, have singers on it. So they came to me, Frank did, and he said he wanted me in the group. Actually, Manny pushed for me to be in, in the group. And then I had to decide, do I want to be solo or do I want to be in this group? And since it was already a hit record on the radio, I decided I'll, I'll go with the group. And now, was it worth it to you now that you have this hindsight and now you're, you know, in 2018 was that the best a venue for you to be part of the group i think it was part of me wonders what what could have happened if i had continued as a solo artist but i'm i'm a shy person i had never been on an airplane before so well only once so it was it was nice to travel with people that i you know they we were family you know we shared so many experiences together and it helped me to grow as an artist and become comfortable on stage so i think in the long run i made the right decision
because this week's topic of the week is groups, how do you put a group together and what happens when you're successful and then what happens when uh, it comes tumbling down? Because eventually it appears that most groups break up. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, I think it's better if you are a group that you put yourselves together, like you were friends or you were family and you decided to get together and and enjoy it as friends, although it can still kill the friendship. But um, like Maximilian, it was put together like so many other groups by the label. And then you get these personalities that may not jive well together. So I, I think it can be a, a problem either way, but regardless of how it comes to be, there's always something that breaks it up. It's usually egos and it's usually money. Do you recall some of the issues that you had within your group that had nothing to do with money or, or <laughs> ego? Oh, I don't know if She's I want to go there. <laughs> let me, let me take the high road and say that I, I love my boys. I love Tommy. I still talk to him to this day. And uh, the, the good far outweighed the bad. And I wouldn't change it for anything. Thank God you're not a member of TKA, because then we would have been here like just. Oh my God! It would have been. Oh, no. It would have been. <laughs> it would have been crazy, you know, because that's like the if you bring up TKA or the Cover Girls, forget it. We're gonna sit here for hours. I've seen many groups that come from Chicago. Now talk to me about the Chicago scene and how it was uh, in the mid '90s. Well, there were a lot of groups. Uh, Law was one of the biggest groups with with Julio. Unfortunately, from what I could see, and this is my opinion, I felt like there were cliques and certain, if you were from Chicago, you might not necessarily get to New York, and uh, certain people don't uh, take other people under their wing. It's it, it's kind of territorial with some people, and, and as with anything, any group, there's always competition, and people who might not like you everybody wants to top the other one it it you want it to be all love but it's not always that way kind of crazy though that in a music about love there's so much controversy <laughs> it's everything but love it seems it mm -hmm. does you know that now before i start my show i have to play a disclaimer and to me i laugh every time that i play it because i'm playing a disclaimer for a show about love and about love music. The views and opinions of this program does not necessarily reflect those of the radio station or the place where I work at. I think it's funny, you know, but that's how that's how things get, you know. I thought that maybe that uh, Chicago was immune to what happens here in New England and in New York. I thought that maybe Chicago, the environment was a little different. So um, I will I will say in Chicago, especially now it's there's so much love we're amazing friends with people like rudy fausto and you know so many other people from chicago it you can feel the love building and i will say i've i felt more love with my chicago people than with some of my new york people that's i love shame. you i love you new york well new york, new york we loves you back, but it's a shame yeah it's a shame that that's that animosity or friction between two great cities like that you know where, where great music is from but there are people like like Papa C and and so many other people who are very supportive and inclusive. Uh, you know, it, it's not everybody. You know, you can't say that everybody is like that. There are people who are really welcoming and supportive, and they play our music, and and I'm grateful for that. And I hope that 
it continues to grow like that and there's more support for for everybody and for not just uh the old school music but for new school as well i think that for the most part from the from what i've heard from this area is is that it's expensive to fly people from chicago to this area to book them for a show and then you got to pay them and all these different things so those are the excuses that i've heard throughout the years that you know but you know they would invest in in other artists an old school artist from that area but to to invest in in a, a new a new talent for some reason it just couldn't happen it didn't happen because there are many opportunities here to have people from chicago come in and show their 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 talent and i would like nothing more from that to happen i would love to you know have you and charlie and rudy all be here but throughout the years for some reason that hasn't happened and i think that chicago is a hotbed for freestyle i mean tim spinning Shomer is my favorite dj of all time and mine too i can sing every song from his mixtapes i know exactly what song is coming uh, i want to try to replicate that mix it's because you're a fan of his create his creativity and the talent that he shows back showed back in the 90s um elated when i heard that tim Shomer was gonna do an, an artistic mix with willie valentine and to this day freestyle boom and the artistic mega mix are my favorite mixes i just play them over and over and over again. Tim Schomer is, he's unique. I was listening to him on B96 and I was a fan and I'd hear his mixes and I was like, wow. When I finally got to meet him, I, I was speechless. I, I, I was kind of quiet because I was, you know, meeting someone that I, that I admired so much. And now I get to go to his house and, and his wife, Yvonne, cooks for everybody. She's an amazing cook and he is just the most wonderful person. And if I can add uh, back to what you said about uh, flying artists out. Because I've, I've been in the business so long, I do understand that it's it's hard for someone to spend money for an artist that is not established and not know if they're going to sell tickets. You know, so I can see both sides of that. You know, but I'm hoping that as freestyle continues, that it will make that, that turnaround and, and get back on other radio stations and that won't be a problem. I find it kind of weird that they can fly artists from New York to Texas, but we can't get artists to go from Chicago to New York. It's just kind of the logistics behind that just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, we got we want great people here in New York and we have the opportunity. Why not? I mean, someone out there bring these people over, man. I want to see them. <laughs> well, you know what? That just makes me want to work even harder and put out continue to put out music, hopefully that everybody will love and Eventually, I definitely want to come up there and see you guys. If I have to rent a car and, and drive out there like Edie does. Edie <laughs> is a I respect her so much. And I'm glad to hear that because that's one East Coast and West Coast person, people complimenting each other, which is awesome. For me, any opportunity that I get where I can have you be here for whatever, I'm going to take that opportunity. So I'm just waiting for, for the opportunities to arise because I get those frequently and I already have in my mind exactly who I want to come uh, to my area. And on top of the list... It's Alyssa B, Charlie Baby. You know, I, I just, I want to see you guys together in concert. I love putting these type of shows together, intimate, a couple of hundred people, and just, you know, just have you guys meet people that actually appreciate your music and are not just Johnny Come Lately's to, to the genre that have been following you or become new fans of you. I, I love that interaction when it happens. Well, thank you. Anytime. Anytime. I would love it. And I know Charlie would love it. I just wanted to circle back to Tim real quick because um, we all know that Tim is, is the greatest of all times, hands down, right? The oh. best freestyle DJ there is. Mm -hmm. And with this explosion of FB Live DJs, I mean, it's hard to get people's attention, but the man stays humble and he never loses focus of the fact that you're there to entertain your audience. He's not worried about his numbers. He's not bragging about this. He's not bragging about that. He's just there to entertain the listening and viewing audience. And that's awesome. I mean, this day and age when everybody's yelling, share, 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 me, 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 I'm the boss, I'm the best, I'm this, I'm that. Tim is always level-headed and just cares about the music and the fans and that's it. Everything else Absolutely. doesn't matter. Absolutely. And from day one, back way back to praying for an angel, 
He was always the first to play the songs on the radio and the first one to give us support. And and I appreciate him very much. I, I love him with all my heart. I have never been more jealous than when I saw you performing at his birthday <laughs> bash. And I, I'm here looking at my telephone and I'm like, and you guys are on Facebook Live. And I'm like, man, when you came out and you started doing the songs and I heard that voice and your rap, you know how you have that flow, that Alyssa B flow, that what um, Pete Offman called vocal swag. I just, oh my God. It, it was like, I've never wanted to be at a concert more than when I, I saw the performances at Tim Spinning Shomer's Birthday Bash. I, I love that. I That's the kind of shows that I miss because we used to have that here in New England and uh, they come far and few in between, you know, with, with new artists, not just classic artists, but artists that appreciate the underground and that's why i i don't understand why new england and chicago don't mix and match because we're the same we love our underground freestyle you know love and wisdom they used to play that here in massachusetts and connecticut it was like remember the times and they would love nothing more i know that um tim spinning Shomer adopted miguel reyes jr and uh, when I say adopted, adopted his music. He played him on B96. We played him here <laughs> in Massachusetts. And then Those Were the Times was like one of the biggest songs of all time because of the collective. And we actually had the opportunity to have Miguel perform for our audience for a long period of time. But the, the point is, it's like I, I'm surprised that Chicago and New England don't interchange their talents because of the fact that we are so much alike in our preferences of freestyle. Like people can actually sing obscure freestyle songs to one another because that's how dedicated they are to the music and again i'm hoping that that will change and that we will interact more and that we'll have more people going to connecticut and more people going to new york and more people coming to chicago i would love to to work with with artists from from that area i i i'm all about love and, I, and i'm hoping that it will get to that point who are some of your favorites right now oh wow well, from the old school, of course, who doesn't love George Lamont? Who didn't listen to him? You know, I, I met him once and he was just a really cool guy. Um, my favorite freestyle group of all time is Sweet Sensation. Uh, oh. I still have their CDs somewhere around here. And, uh, of course, the cover girls. Uh, new artists. Um, well, I don't, I don't know if you can consider them new because all of us have been grinding, you know. But Diddle D, uh, Julio Mena. Uh, who can sing his behind off? Edie, of course, I love her voice. You know, there there's so many. I, I I can't even name them all. But and and the new group, the the group that uh that Willie Valentine is working with, and of course Willie Valentine and and his wife Cynthia Figueroa. Just just so many, so many that that are very inspiring and so good at what they do. Yeah, Kuala Bay is one of the mainstays here in New England. Like they've been here since 1995, and then never left. You know, it's like uh, once "Take Me, I'm Yours" took hold of his, this entire area. They even filmed a video here, a little cheesy video, but in that video you can see some of the freestyle talent that we had. Because in that video, they had Marisol, the person who sings um, The Beginning of the End. They had Stephanie Marie, who sings I Want You, I Need You, all on artistic, and, you know, Kuala Bay. So you see all these glimpses of brilliantness and brilliant artists all together in one video. You know, and the good thing about uh, people like Kuala Bay is that, you know, they were so popular that at times they would bring a headliner to headline a freestyle show and they would take over the headlining spot and the headliner would actually perform before them because that's how good they got in the area. I'm sure that that was the case too with Love and Wisdom Law in Chicago because they had, they built this legend just because of these great songs that they, they had. They built this legend where people would think about them here in our area like, man, wouldn't it be great to have like the Freestyle's Greatest Group concert with TKA and Love and Wisdom and just, uh, they just start naming mm -hmm. off, you know, you start naming your dream concert, you know? Mm -hmm. And speaking of TKA, we did some shows uh, with them uh, when I was with, with Maximilian, the lead singer of the group, K7. We never met, but he would. we would see each other, and he'd give me that head nod. <laughs> he does it to me all the time. <laughs> he, he does it does to he? me okay. all the time, but he it doesn't. It wasn't just me. I'm like, why are you doing, I'm like, why are you doing a head nod, and you're on the phone with me? I don't understand. I can hear your head nod, but you're on the phone, <laughs> sir. I wish that we could talk about that secret project that we've been going to release in the, in the near future. Uh -huh. uh, that secret project with Alyssa B. as a writer. And one of my favorite groups as the singers and one of my favorite producers as a producer. But we mm -hmm. can't talk about it. We can't give you a clip. We can't do anything until they decide when it's time. 
Exactly. And you, you set all that up. And I'm so thankful to you for that. It was it was a lot of fun. And I wish we could talk about it, but but it's coming. <laughs> That's a lot of teaser. <laughs> I wish I could tell you about who's going to sing it. I wish I could tell you who's going to produce it. I, I wish a lot of things right now. I did. Mm-hmm. I did tell you the writer. You know, and uh, well, that's one something. out of three, I guess that's something. You're gonna have to come on two more times so we can get the whole puzzle together. I guess so. I guess so. I have requested, and I said this before, that it is called the CPR's Clubhouse Mix because you know it is my project, quote unquote. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. They're gonna. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that excuse. Oh man, see what happened was uh, they'll blame it on me. Alisa didn't want it, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Alyssa you got my vote. You got my vote. Alyssa was being a diva, and she said no. <laughs> Let's take it back to from the first chair back to the third chair, uh, and I want to know. Tell me, legendary, no more love. Are we going to see an album? I would love to have an album, an EP, and I. There's some things that are in the works that I can't talk about again. But... Oh no! Wait, <laughs> you're going to kill everybody this episode. That should be the title uh, of your album. Can't talk about it. <laughs> All I can say is, me and Charlie are working on a lot of music. I'm working with 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 a lot of different producers but charlie he's my guy and we're working on a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff is forthcoming and i'm, I'm very excited about it i i wish i could tell you more but my, my hands are tied right now but but it's coming i watch you guys interact with each other and i get a bit jealous there was a time where we had that here you know where we had people collaborating with each other celebrating their accomplishments together and i see that i see that on your videos i see that in your interactions and i see that in chicago right now and chicago for me right now is setting a good example of the way that people should be interacting with each other in the other parts of the world where freestyle is popular miami new england New York, overseas. I think I see the freestyle love from Chicago and and I love the interaction, you know, especially when I see the videos of of Charlie, Tim, yourself, and just others just sharing in this love of music, whether it be freestyle or house, uh, MDW, Raul Soto, all these people that, you know, just collaborate with each other and are just trying to move that positive freestyle image along. And I have to say, Raul Soto, is I give him total respect because he's the reason that I started writing freestyle again and and we came up with Forbidden Love. He was always in there telling me, what are you doing? You should... You should keep doing this. We need to work on some stuff. It is always the people that I've been around. I've been very blessed and fortunate. They've been extremely supportive. It, it's family. When I go to Tim's show, it feels like I'm going home. Like it never seems like business. And uh, and I love that about this time in my life. It's I'm enjoying it very much. Other, other than the producers that you've worked with on these three songs, are, are there plans besides CPR? secret project that we can't talk about <laughs> are there are there other producers that you that you plan to work with or want to work with you know i love my guy charlie and we have a chemistry and i i just he's my number one always but i i can't be on this show without saying the twins they are just on fire with their production uh i love the new lizette melendez song that they did and uh, i think it would be cool to work with them and 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 of course i'd love to work with Willie Valentine, I think he's an amazing uh, vocalist as well as, you know, producer. Um, there's there's a lot of people that I would like to work with, uh, not just in freestyle. We'll see what happens. The good thing about those two uh, sets of producers that you just mentioned, uh, the Santana Twins and also uh, Willie Valentine, the Santana Twins are, are old school. When you go to them, if you ever go to them, they would capture all that flavor from the past but also give that new school twist for 20 2018 or 2019 or or beyond so that would be a great collaboration uh for you and then you know for willie you would take that hip-hop flavor and you would blend it Mm -hmm. into your soulful voice and so either one you choose is going to be legendary and of course jay allums you know i would love to do some more stuff with him he did a great job on the remix yeah and if you ever wanted to do something dance any top 40 stuff he's excellent at that he can replicate anything the guy hears a sound and he can play it for you in in a matter of seconds so take your choice of uh producer work with all three but uh you'll hear different sounds of Alyssa b with those three different sets of producers i think that would be 
amazing. That would be amazing. We'll see what happens. That that would be fun. There you go. TST, artistic. Fire up those doors. Let's get those beats going. <laughs> Jay Adams, let's do this. This is Freestyle Club with your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and CPR, Jose Ortiz. I know this is a freestyle podcast, but I, I would be remiss. If I didn't ask, are you going to do any more house music being from Chicago? Absolutely. You know, that's that's one of my first loves. And I have a new song coming out on Soul Flavor Recordings with MDW out of New York. It's called Africa. Uh, it's a Latin Afro house. And I wrote it. And it's about my love for uh, Africa. I wasn't born there, but it's a part of my history. It's a part of all our history. And I'm very excited about that. And that's coming out very, very soon. And hopefully with that. a with a with a really hot freestyle mix. Got my fingers hey. crossed. <laughs> nice. Best of both worlds there. Freestyle and house. Now you got both sides of me. There you go. There you go. Now when you say Africa, do you mean a remake of the song Africa? No, even though that's one of my favorite songs. But no, it's it's a new song. Same title, but it's it's from my perspective. You know, I'm a huge fan of Gloria Stefan. And she had the song Mi Tierra. Yes. And I always yes. wanted to do a song like that, but for Africa. So this song is, is like that. But it's paying homage not only to Africa, but to my Hispanic roots and giving respect to all the Latinos who supported me from day one. And it's so it's in Spanish. I got a question for Ralph. Ralph, what made you an Alyssa B fan? Oh, the vocals and the production. I was like, oh, yeah, this is different. And then when I heard her blow, I fell over my chair. I said, that's it. I'm a fan. <laughs> that's it. And then, you know, again, when I heard that Memories of Love, again, there was the production. I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I want to get up and dance right now, you know? And then I hear the voice. I fell over. I was like, that's it, man. It's just she's on fire. One song, two songs, three songs. I'm like, how many songs is she going to come out with this year? <laughs> Thank man, you. My Ralph. heart can't take that. My heart can't take it. Thank you. You want to hear that when you you want to know that the music you do that people enjoy it. I was introduced to your music through Willie Valentine. Uh, Willie Valentine called me and said, "Did you hear the Charlie Baby song featuring Alyssa B? Uh, tell me." And I'm like, "No, no, I haven't heard it. You need to find it. It was on mm -hmm. Beatport, and you know Beatport's not cheap. You mm -hmm. you want this track five ninety nine, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I had to purchase the 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 song, and from that point on, I, I became a huge Alyssa B fan. And it's funny because people are like, "I love Tell Me, that's my favorite," and then they heard Legendary, and they're like, "Like I said, I love <laughs> Legendary." And then now that now that Memories of Love is gonna be released in the near future, they're gonna be like, you. You know, Legendary was good, but this Memories of Love. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't wait for people to hear it. I cannot wait. Freestyle Club. Pick Hit of the Week. Alyssa B., do you have a Pick Hit of the Week for us? Well, you know, I love my freestyle, and I know this is a show about freestyle groups, but in memory of, of Aretha Franklin, can I request an Aretha Franklin song? Absolutely. Can we hear a Freeway of Love? Freeway of Love. And a three, and a two, and a one. Hit it!
unknown admin, do you have a pick of the week? This week, I went with Rudy Fausto, Strings of My Heart. That is an amazing song. Rudy. Rudy. And and you know what? I like what the artists are starting to do. And and some of the producers, of course, is they starting to tease. And and that's, you know, that's what you want to do. You want to tease your audience, promote your song little by little and get them excited to what's coming out. You know, and he did uh, some of that. I remember early on. So now this week's pick of the week for me is uh, unique as in it's La Bouche. La Bouche is back with a brand new song called Night After Night. Now, let me just say this. And I hope that. Uh, this does not come out as disrespectful. Josh Weisman, I'm going to have to rethink uh. this whole line. <laughs> say it. I can't, it's dirty. Um, <laughs> let me just say that Josh Weisman is always there trying to put it in. And so... Uh, <laughs> I think I know what word you wanted to use. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is is that Josh Weisman is the man in a lesbian threesome. Jimmy Fox, he said he did a skit like he was with two women and he goes, "Hey, hey, you want some of this? You want Yeah, I don't want to say the word, but he goes, "You want some D? You want some D?" Hey. And there was two girls in there. Dos chicas. So they start kissing each other and, 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 and rubbing and, and, and touching each other. And, and it was all, you know, succulent and it was intense. And it was just going down and it was getting heated. And you know what? They totally forgot that I was even in the motherfucking room. I couldn't even get the dick in them. I'm like, anybody need a dick? I got the dick right here. Anybody need a dick? You're going to need a dick soon. I got the dick right here. Anybody, anybody need an emergency dick? You need an emergency dick? I got the dick right here. 45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-45-
um, radio version has a lot of popularity. You know how it fills up on the popularity of that particular track. But the freestyle one is all full and it's like at number 10 because that's how many people have downloaded that version of the song. It just feels wow. like... Congrats. So congratulations going out to Josh Weissman, uh, my pick of the week this week with Night After Night, a remix that he did for the group La Bouche. Subscribe to the Freestyle Club Podcast, theunknownadmin.com, and cprsmusic.com. Alyssa B., any closing comments before we wrap up the show? Um, Just, I love you, Ralph. I love you, CPR. Thank you for all your support. Thank you to everybody at the station. Um, and anybody that wants to follow me, you can find me at, at the real Alyssa B. I'm everywhere. Ralph? Well, I think that her career is a prime example of, of how someone can escape the orbit or the gravity of being in a group to create their own orbit. Because you hear so many times of how people leave a group and then the fight is about, you know, they want to sing those old songs. And here we have someone that was in a group, but she's creating her own music now, new music. And it's just as good, if not better than what she had before. I mean, at least that's my feeling. That's my opinion. Thank I, you, Ralph. I'm going to agree with you on that. It's an honor for me to have you here on the Freestyle Club, on CPR's Clubhouse, on theunknownadmin.com. I'm sure that the sentiment is is shared by, by Ralph. I just want to say thank you for writing beautiful songs. Right now, there isn't a better writer than you. That's not me making things up. That's that's real. For a person to write songs like Praying for an Angel, Holding On to Love, Isaac In My Heart, and for you to, years later, in 2017, come back and write a beautiful song for Raul Soto, Forbidden Love, and for you to team up with Charlie Baby to do Tell Me and Legendary and now Memories of Love. The, the writing's on the wall. Right now, you, you're just the top artist in my book for this year, 2018. Very kind. I appreciate that. I want to thank Raul Soto for pushing you because if it wasn't for him and having you write these songs for him and, and pushing you, as you stated previously, you wouldn't be here. So kudos to him. That's true. Absolutely. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's edition of the Freestyle Club. For the unknown admin. What's up, you bastards? <laughs> that was the intro. Where can they find you? You can find me at theunknownadmin.com and wherever the planet rock beat is not. Until next time at CPR and the Freestyle Club, you can catch me at CPRSmusic.com. We'll talk to you soon. Peace, love, and freestyle.